One thing that stood out to me is that prayer, mm-hmm. you didn't say these words, but prayer kind of helped you relinquish control. Because sometimes as yes. human beings, as women, we want to control the outcome. We want to yes. we want to know how it's going to work, when it's going to work. And during that time, prayer allowed you to release control and just trust God. And I know that was yes. so hard, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not... I can go with the flow, but when I want something, mm. And and I (laughs) think that's human nature. Yeah. Absolutely. I had gone through the whole, well, God, just take the desire from, I went through all kinds of, you know, just stopping trying and all of it. Hey girl, it's Myrisha Franklin, your host and founder of Wife Life. I am so glad you decided to stop by and join the conversation today. Here at the Wife Life Podcast, we are dedicated to connecting you to godly wisdom and practical tips that will help you in your everyday wife life. So listen up. I just want to encourage you as we get this conversation started to come in with an open mind, an open heart, and listening ears so that you can receive. All right? Okay, let's go. Hey, this is season one, episode three of the Wife Life Podcast. The theme for season one is prayer. In episode one, we talked to an expert in the field of psychology, Dr. Ferguson, about how prayer affects our mental health. In episode two, we talked to a woman of wisdom, Sandra Butler, with the question in mind, is it possible to pray without ceasing? If you haven't listened to those two episodes, you definitely want to go back and check them out. Today, we will be talking to an everyday wife like you and me about praying as we wait on our hopes and dreams to come to fruition. Now, let me introduce you to Jayla Roberson, who has been married to Marcus for eight years, and together they have a one-year-old son. She recently transitioned from working full-time to being a full-time stay-at-home mom and wife. In this season of her life, she's just trying to learn how to balance caring for her family and taking care of herself. Let's hear what Jayla has to say about prayer. Well, Jayla, it is so good to have you on the podcast today. I'm so glad that you decided to take this journey and join us and just, you know, be a fellow wife lifer and share your story. So thanks yeah, for thanks being for on here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Tell us a story, maybe a little bit about you, something that happened in your life or an experience that you had where prayer was pretty vital in that circumstance or experience that got you through. Oh, heaven. <laughs> you have a few hours. Right. No, just kidding. I'm going to condense it. When, um, when did prayer push you through? Oh, gosh. I've God is really, I'd say over the past um, five years from us getting, building our home and going through all of that and how he brought us out. Um, selling another home that we had to to waiting for my son. And that was a journey. I had had this dream that I was going to have this baby. We decided, you know, we were going to go ahead and, and give it a whirl. Let's, oh, let's have a baby. You know, you never think that you'll have any kind of issue or that it won't happen just when you want something to happen. Mm-hmm. Same way with the house. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'll specifically just talk in terms of my son um, I had had a dream and I thought I was going to be pregnant the very next day. <laughs> so, um, but that was it, not the case. Right. Um, so it took me, I had to wait for him and it was a two year wait. Wow. But in that, it, there was never anything physically wrong with me. And the Holy Spirit would reiterate that to me every time I ordered a tea, every time I tried to do some kind of different yoga or have a new supplement. And I would hear in my spirit, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. What God, God was trying to work something out in me 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it, but he wanted me to know that if I tell you something in prayer, yeah. you know, in a dream, that's exactly what I mean. And I don't need your help, Wow! but thanks for playing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, um, I had to learn that, that God really just wanted to show me I'm a man of my word. Mm. And, you know, it took a lot of faith roller coaster. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with that. Um, you're pretty even keel, <laughs> but for a lot of us, I've never seen my Risha ever get anxious about anything. The, her salon could be on fire. And she'd be like, well, we'll get out of here. <laughs> I, on the Don't other worry. hand, would be running around, screaming, <laughs> saying Jesus, you know. But um, <laughs> uh, for me, because I didn't, it's like I could see God had given me this promise. I knew everything was working fine, mm-hmm. but because it wasn't when I wanted it, yeah, you know, it, it put me in frustration. So I had to pray constantly. And in those prayers, I began to just, um, I don't know, I guess become more, more vulnerable with God. Mm-hmm. I was able to say, I don't like this today, yeah. but it, it was working something out in me. Hmm. So for me, prayer is vital because you can go to God with everything. Yeah. The tears, the joy, and he's, he's with you through it all, despite what the enemy will tell you, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's very good at saying, Hey, if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. Yeah. This would have taken off by now. Look at, you're not qualified, mm-hmm. but God through prayer can, can encourage your spirit, encourage your heart, remind you of what he said. So uh, to me, and then finally, after two years, I'll just give this little part to it. Um, I had finally decided to just face my fears, have a full panel. Like, there's got to be something wrong with me, God. I know you're saying there's nothing, but there's got to be something. And so I went um, and had an ultrasound. They said, oh, well, you know, I guess because there's a polyp, we can, we can remove the polyp. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, see if that helps. But my doctor, I could tell she was leaning toward that, not really an issue, but we'll do it for your sake. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So, if that's what you want um, us to do. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. And so um, I was preparing for that. And I remember calling my mom and just wanting her to pray with me because they were going to remove this polyp. And it had been two years still waiting for this baby. It was a baby boy. God told me what I was going to have. And my mom said, Jayla, a polyp is not going to stop God. Mm. And I kind of laughed. I was like, whatever, lady. If I was going <laughs> to have a baby by now, what I had. <laughs> um, but that, that uh, Sunday before, because it was a Monday morning procedure, mm-hmm. um, I said, you know, I'm going to beat them to the punch. I'm going to take a test and just tell them, you know, don't worry about anything. Because they were going to take a specimen Mm-hmm. To, you know, make sure you're not pregnant. Right. I was going to tell them, you know, you'd have nothing to worry about. <laughs> and sure enough, I was getting my little bath ready. I was, you know, going to just pamper myself. And I just checked the test ready to see negative results. because You know, that's what I had seen mm-hmm. for two years. And there was a faint little positive. What? And I, my words were, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> Oh, here's God bringing deliverance. I'm like, wow. uh-uh, uh-uh, Amazon, these cheap tests, uh-uh. <laughs> no, 
God, you're not doing it like this. <laughs> right. This can't be right. <laughs> this isn't right. But, you know, in two years, tests hadn't been wrong. And so wow. God finally brought deliverance. But when I had finally, I will say at that time, I had finally given everything over to him. I just fully mm. trusted him. I was like, you said you were going to do this. And I got busy just doing other things, wanting to be a blessing to people, even more wow. so. Yeah. And finally, deliverance had come. Wow. So I don't know. It's, it, but prayer is what brought me through and confirmations yeah. through the prayer mm-hmm. and, and guidance. So for mm-hmm. me, that's why it was vital. So, that's amazing. I mean, I heard you say that one thing that stood out to me is that prayer, mm-hmm. you didn't say these words, but prayer kind of helped you relinquish control. Because sometimes as human beings, as women, we want to control the outcome. We want to, we want to know how it's going to work, when it's going to work. And during that time, prayer allowed you to release control and just trust God. And I know that was so hard, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not, I can go with the flow, but when I want something, mm, and, and I <laughs> think that's human different. nature. Absolutely. I had gone through the whole, well, God, just take the desire from, I went through all kinds of, you know, just stopping trying and just, all of it. And mm. when I really did just give up there, Maxwell was. So, wow. um, I don't know. God really will work some things out if you bring it to him, but you have to bring it first. And relinquish control. So. That's good. Well, tell me why you feel um, prayer is important for every every married woman. I heard you say that it's super vital, but why would you say it's important for the married woman? What's vital for about it? For the married woman, you need someone, because I'm telling you, if you're married long enough, I've been married for eight years now, mm-hmm. you're going to have a circumstance, and so is your spouse. You guys are going to go through things that, you know, maybe a thought will come to you, or maybe you need to address something. And you need to take it to God first because maybe you're upset or, you know, you just feel some type of way and you don't have clarity. But prayer, I say that it's vital because God can take you from 100 back down to a 10. And, you know, (laughs) because you were ready to go. Right. But um, he can he can, through the power of the Holy Spirit, really help you to walk things out. And, and give you the grace on how to speak and, and, you know, maybe say what it is that you're needing to say in the right way to where that your spouse is able to receive it. Um, you know, and sometimes you just have to learn to pray for, okay, God, now when can I, mm-hmm. you know, share this thing or, or let my spouse know that I'm, I'm feeling this way. So to me, you have to have it because he, it gives temperance, it gives guidance, direction, and and peace, you know. So to me, you have to have all of that if you're gonna have a fighting chance in a marriage. Just quite honestly, that's good for someone that is struggling in the area of relinquishing control in prayer mm. or in their life. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest to them? How would you encourage them? What type of practical tips could you give them based on your experience? So for me, um, I think you know. When you're having prayer, you, you're building your faith, you're having conversations with God. And if you're struggling, simplify it for yourself. Prayer mm-hmm. is just simply talking to God. So you don't have to have this like elaborate setup with candles and all the <laughs> blessed oil and your prayer shawl. It can be you driving in traffic. It can yeah. be you making breakfast and just 
having dialogue Mm -hmm. with God. Sometimes things are going on and all you can say is, God, help me. That's prayer. So just, and it's an ongoing thing throughout the day. And that's really, I think, what God wants us all to get to is just communicating with him throughout the day Mm -hmm. so that we can have guidance, so that we can have peace and Mm -hmm. And, and know how to move because it's a lot to be a wife and a mom and, and what all the other things that we add to our lives. That's really good. So I, make it simple. <laughs> keep it simple. Keep it yeah. simple. I like that. Share everything with him. Hmm. Like he's your best be friend. Be brutally honest. Yes, because yeah. he is. He's got right. your best interest at heart and, um, and just little things in the shower, just when you have a minute to yourself. Yeah. To just think on him and meditate on him. You're having prayer. And I like what you said. It's open communication. You didn't use those words, but you basically what you were saying is open communication when you said be brutally honest, you know, because sometimes we're used to going through life and, you know, just kind of sugarcoating things or not saying exactly what's on our mind. But with God, we can do that. And we also have to be true to ourselves be real with ourselves to even be real with God, you know, because sometimes we're not necessarily authentic with our real feelings to ourselves. let alone yeah. being able to say that out loud, whether that be to someone else or to God. So that's good. Just keep it simple. It's yeah. open, open, open conversation, open communication, you know, where you can be real transparent, be yourself. Yeah. That's good. And he's always there listening. He's waiting because yeah. that's relationship. You guys are building relationships. So, like you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And he knows it's the real you. He knows the real you anyway. And some people. That is what I always say. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he already knows the ugly, the good. Listen, okay. <laughs> just keep it simple and yeah. make little attempts. And you'll find that it just becomes a flow every day. At least that's what happened for me. And again, you don't have to be elaborate. He's not looking for a production. He's looking for a relationship. I like it. it. I love it. So So what resources would you recommend, whether it be a book, an organization, a song, something maybe that has gotten you through? um, Oh, gosh. For me, especially waiting for uh, Maxwell, I got playlists. Spotify was my jam. Um, (laughs) So... A Waymaker uh, was wow. really good for me. That was after, though, after I had him and I could just really enjoy right. having him. <laughs> but Elevation Worship has a song, Do It Again. Mm. And for me, it's just like I had seen God move in so many ways. And it's like, why wouldn't I trust him to do it again? And it's like sometimes it seems like you can see other people getting theirs and you believe it for them. But she, it's like, God, will you really do it for me? I love that song, Do It Again. That is so good. It's a jam. I love that song. <laughs> It'll take me in every time. And I will also say, um, just having people that encourage you. So listening to specific messages, mm-hmm. T.D. Jakes, Joyce Meyer really was a good practical teacher for me. And mm-hmm. I want to say that her ministry kind of helped me get honest with God. Mm-hmm. Because, again, he does already know so have people that can um, that you can listen to that can reinforce your faith and That's reinforce good. your goal, you know, which is, you know, we're always trying to get closer to God, figure out his will for our life. And, and mm-hmm. you do have to talk to him, a.k.a. prayer. 
So just finding those types of things. I try to read my Jesus Calling um, daily. Some days it's missed because I do have an 11-month-old. Right. And that's (laughs) okay. But he understands and he knows. And um, I don't beat myself up over it. You just you keep moving. You're just trying to move. But having something like that that just feeds your faith. That's good. Is a big help. That's good. I love that. I love that. And and that takes away the excuse of not having anybody in your life because we have so much access. There's so many resources on YouTube and Spotify. Yeah. And, you know, all that different kind of stuff. So that's good. If you had to leave the women with one thing, what would be your last words? Um, I would say just take your prayer life one step at a time. You know, we're we're trying to live faith to faith. Once he brings you through one thing, there's going to be something else. Yes, he's going to deliver, but there's always something else that you're going to need him for. And so just know that you can be brutally honest. You can tell him, God, I didn't like how they treated me today. I don't like that you're allowing me to go through this thing. God, I thank you that you're bringing me through this. And just allow God's spirit to pour into you Mm -hmm. as often as you can um, and again, just take it step by step. It's it's a day-to-day thing, yeah. <laughs> you know, some yeah. days are better than others, but you're always pressing towards the mark and God knows your heart. And that's not a cop out. Yeah. You know, we always want to do our best, <laughs> but make it simple for yourself and just, just bring God everything. And I promise you'll see results with that, that's bringing good. him everything. I like that. Keep it simple. Yeah. Step by step. Yes. Be brutally honest and bring him everything. Bring him every last sneaky detail that you have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because again, he does know, so he you might as well tell anyway. him about it. Listen, we don't Sometimes have to put I any pretense up. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't have to put any pretense up with him because he knows. No, and that, I think that's the beautiful thing about it. It's, mm-hmm. You can be completely disarmed with him. Yeah. in a way that you can't with your spouse. So yeah. so take the load off yeah. with God. Take it all the way off. Girl, listen, that was good. I'm so glad you stopped by today. If you enjoyed that episode, let us know by reposting and commenting on Facebook and Instagram at Cherish Wife Life. Just so you know, we release a new season of weekly episodes every other month. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can stay connected to godly wisdom and practical tips for your own personal wife life. All right, be on the lookout for our Black Friday Wife Life Apparel Sale. Buy one, get one. You don't want to miss it. Check us out at cherishwifelife.com. That's cherishwifelife.com. All right, talk to you later.